Welcome to the realm of unknown. This story begins on February 24th, 1983, in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, to a man by the name of Don Decker. At this particular time, Don's grandfather, a man by the name of James Kishaw, passed away. While others mourned, however, Don had a bit more of a rocky relationship with his grandfather, who was a bit more of an abusive and overbearing figure in Decker's early life. Despite this relation, while Decker was also in jail at this time, he was given a forlough to attend his grandfather's funeral and be out for about seven days to mourn with family and reminisce. After the funeral, Bob and Jeannie Kiefer, who were family friends with Don, invited Decker into their home in order to stay the night. While at dinner, Don was beginning to feel a bit overwhelmed and excused himself to the bathroom. According to his own accounts, due to being alone in the bathroom, he gradually became more and more emotional and began to have further feelings of overwhelming dread, essentially. While this was occurring, the temperature of the room also allegedly drastically dropped. Suddenly, Decker observed a sort of mystic image of a old man who he claims has an eerie similarity to his grandfather. However, this imagery of a man was wearing a crown. Followed by this vision of sorts, he began to display a sharp pain in his arm, and as he looked down, he could see three bloody scratch marks. And as he looked back up, the figure was gone. Now this puzzled Don, however, he seemingly just went back downstairs to rejoin the group and have dinner. However, at this point, and throughout the meal, Decker began to display some stranger phenomena. He sort of slipped into a trance-like state, as people described, uh, where he was unable to do anything except just stare blankly forwards. But that's not really the weirdest part of the story, and the real meat of the story begins as water slowly drips from the walls and ceilings as a light mist begins to form on the ground. And this is what we are discussing today in this week's installment of the Keystone Curiosity series as a case known as either the Rain Boy or the Rain Man, a story about Don Decker and his strange phenomena and glimpse into the paranormal. <laughs> so, where we left off, water is beginning to move and drip down from the ceiling and walls, and the mist was beginning to form on the ground. Well, this little party of ours, Decker and the Keysmans, contacted the landlord to see if perhaps there was a water problem. Soon, both the landlord and his wife attended the house in order to check on what was going on. So now we're up to five individuals. They came and checked to see if there was any reasonable cause for the water leakage. Uh, however, they didn't find anything, and in particular, this is due to the plumbing and pipes being located on a separate location of the house uh, from where the water was materializing, essentially. So they actually called the cops to investigate, which is a, maybe a bit of an escalation, but in cases of the paranormal, it does seem like 
this is a welcomed thing because most oftentimes people don't contact people. Uh, this is when patrolman Richard Walbert, who was the first to arrive on the scene, attended the house. Uh, it only took a few minutes for patrolman Walbert to become drenched in water himself after entering the home. And later, Walbert described what he saw that night. According to him, they were just standing inside the front door, and he was met with droplets of water traveling vertically. And it passed between them and just traveled off into the next room. The next person to join the group was Officer John Bujan, who joined the investigation alongside of Walbert. He too witnessed the strange phenomena inside of the house. He stated when he entered the Kiefer house that he had chills running down his back, making his hair stand on his neck, and he was left in a sort of speechless state. As Officer Bujan uh, could not understand anything that was happening there, he advised uh, the Kiefers to take Decker out of the home, and they ended up going to a local pizzeria in order to just kind of lay low and see if perhaps something was going on. Uh, as soon as they left, however, the house seemingly returned to normal. Moving on into the pizzeria, uh, the owner, a woman by the name of Pam Scrofamo, she described Decker also being in a sort of zombie-like or zen-out state, similar to how he was at the kitchen table. And once they got into the pizza restaurant, they also began to see strange occurrences occurring once more. Water began to fall on the heads of both Decker and the Kiefers, and it began to spread across the floor. Pam, who immediately saw this, ran for her crucifix and placed it on Decker's skin. She suspected he was possessed, although I'm not sure why. Decker reacted instantly to the crucifix, and he allegedly was getting a burning sensation on his skin due to it. Because of this, and because of the commotion they were making, the Kiefers decided to take Decker back to their house and out of public. And as soon as they left the pizzeria, that too had no more strange phenomena. The rain seemingly follows Decker and the Kiefers, but more specifically, it seems to follow Decker. Once again at the Kiefer's residence, the Kiefer's and Decker enter the home and the rain again started up again. And the rain again started up, but this time pots and pans also began to be heard rattling in the kitchen. Finally, the landlord and his wife, who were still on the location, believed Decker was playing some sort of practical joke or prank on the people in order to, I guess, damage property or keep himself out of jail a bit longer as with that though things began to turn a bit more violent and dramatic uh, Decker suddenly felt himself levitate off the ground and was forcefully pushed up against a wall by some unseen force not long after officers Bujan and Walbert began to return to the location as they were called back in they brought with them their chief who once they brought him did not witness anything unusual and the chief concluded that the events were once more a plumbing problem as was the first conclusion that they speculated upon he advised the group to just forget the additional things that occurred however the two police officers seemingly ignored their chief and decided to return the following day with two additional officers 
being Lieutenants John Rumbly and Bill Davies. When the group of officers came back to the location, they seemingly were pleased to note that things seemed to have settled down compared to what they were the day prior. However, Bill Davies conducted his own experiment at the location by placing a golden cross on Don Decker's hands. Davies recalls Decker stating that it was burning him, so Davies took the cross back. The police officers then saw Decker levitate once again and fly up against the interior wall. According to Lieutenant John Rumble's description, it was all of a sudden. Decker just lifted up off the ground and flew across the room with enough force, seemingly like a bus had just hit him. There were three claw marks on the side of Decker's neck and drew blood. Rumble had no answer to any of this, and he just drew a blank. After that, the landlord realized the actual condition of Decker and wanted to help him seemingly for some reason be free of his troubles. So he actually contacted all the preachers he could throughout Stroudsburg. Uh, however, most of them did decline. He did get a hold of one individual whose name I can't seemingly find. She prayed with Decker and gradually Decker seemed to be closer to himself uh, and the rain did not occur once again in the Kiefer's house. However, that's not the end of the story. As the week-long forelow came to its conclusion, Decker was once again returned to jail. While in his cell, Decker had a thought. He was wondering if perhaps he could control the rain. As soon as he started thinking about this, the cell ceiling and walls began to drip with water. Decker immediately got his answer as he right in front of his eyes. So he seemingly could bring the rain out whenever he wanted to. The prison guards, uh, while making the rounds, were not happy when they began to see the water essentially just flooding out of his cell. He did not believe Decker when he told him that the willed the rain into existence with his mind uh, because that sounds insane. The guard challenged Decker and stated that if he did indeed have these powers to control rain, then Decker would be able to make it rain in the warden's office. So, Decker took him up on that offer. The guard made his way to the warden's office. The position of warden was temporarily being manned by an individual named Lieutenant David Keenhold. Keenhold had no idea who Decker was. Uh, I don't know how legitimate that statement is. A lot of reports say that, but I'm assuming that if a prisoner gets a one-week forelow, I'm assuming the warden might know a bit of that. Uh, however, I think that perhaps they're referring to the fact that he is not aware of the little bargain going on between the patrol officer and uh, Decker himself. So when the guard came to the warden's office and entered it, he saw Keenhold was sitting alone at his desk. The guard further looked around, inspecting the room until he saw uh, Keenhold close. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He asked Keenhole to look at his shirt, and it was allegedly soaked in water. The warden then stated that area just center of his sternum, a four-inch long, two-inch wide zone, began to be saturated with water. He was startled and was scared, and the officer was also at that time, uh, could not explain the how or the why this was happening. Lieutenant Keenhold, who again was the uh, warden of the prison at the time, finally, after understanding what was going on, called his friend Reverend William Blackburn, because I guess that's just what you have in Stroudsburg, PA, and urgently asked him to go and attend uh, Don Decker. Reverend Blackbird agreed and approached Decker's cell. Upon being briefed on everything that had transpired the last few days since Decker was on Forlow, the Reverend uh, accused him of making everything up. The accusation did not sit well with Decker. His demeanor changed and his cell suddenly began to be filled with a very strong odor. Some witnesses described the smell as that of the dead, but multiplied by five. That's when the rain reappeared once again, along with a misty rain described by the Reverend as the Devil's Rain. Reverend Blackburn finally understood that this was not a hoax. He began praying with Decker, and he sat in his cell praying with him for hours. Finally, after all that was done, the rain stopped, and Don Decker broke into tears. Whatever was afflicting Decker did never manifested once again. Decker stated that he was very hopeful that it will never return. He said that his grandfather had abused him once in life and that he was seemingly abusing him once again and that he is at peace now that that is all behind him. So that is the Donnie Decker case, often referred to as the Rain Man or the Rain Boy, and it gained a slow amount of attention in its early days. Uh, Chip Decker, who, who is a regional anomalist, no relation seemingly to Don Decker, uh, interviewed the young man back in the day, and uh, together with Peter Jordan, a parapsychologist from New Jersey, did help verify the sequences of events that we read through. Uh, these events were also archived and broadcasted nationally in 1993 on the NBC's hit television show uh, Unsolved Mysteries, uh, which did a sort of reenactment based on a number of interviews that the two men did with all the parties involved, all the people that we mentioned. In 2011, uh, Sci-Fi's Paranormal Witness also did an episode on the Decker case, and they interviewed uh, Bob Kiefer, as well as many others who were involved in the incidents. The episode uh, condensed the storyline, however, uh, into a much tighter uh, set of events, and they did omit a few of the sort of unusual occurrences that were mentioned in the uh, earlier accounts. Decker's case does contain some sort of like similar instances of other spirit possessions and poltergeist activity cases that are reported across the globe, uh, such as objects moving on their own, Don entering a sort of trance state, and other weird phenomena that occurs like during exorcisms. Decker's altered state of consciousness, that sort of like trance state that he goes into, could potentially be explained as a sort of effect due to the stress or the sort of really strong emotions that he was experiencing at the time. Obviously, he said that he had an abusive relationship with his uh, grandfather, but 
that sort of over, overwhelming feeling could easily just stir up from years and years of trauma. It, it's not fully explained if that is the reasoning. It's not a good explanation for the rain or the scratching and the throwing around the house and stuff like that. Obviously, we don't really know if the story uh, and the witnesses are lying. So if the story is true or not, uh, that being said, there are a few natural conclusions that could explain parts of the story. Again, obviously, people could be lying about the story uh, or that the story could be turned into a much more fantastical type thing over the years. The mysterious water uh, could also have an explanation. Uh, obviously, the original uh, hypothesis of the group was that it was faulty plumbing of some sort. That could still very much be the case, and it was just never identified. However, there might be another conclusion that it's just simply a really strange natural phenomena in which fog or mist kind of condensate and form indoors. Pennsylvania particularly is a region uh, of, or I should say, particularly in that region of the state, uh, Stroudsburg, PA. That sort of like mountainy type zone. It's in a sort of weird area in which this phenomenon could occur. I personally have never seen it, and the science behind it is a little bit odd, but basically it boils down to the indoor temperature and the outdoor temperature and how they clash and the sort of just general altitude that you're at could cause additional um, condensation, and in some extreme cases, fog and vapor can sort of materialize in the house due to this condensation. Again, I don't understand the science behind it. Apparently, it's a thing. If you need a visual of it, think of it just kind of like when clouds are near, uh, you know, buildings like skyscrapers, like a low pressure type thing causing things to materialize in the house. It's it's essentially that. But yeah, that's uh, the story of the Rain Boy of Pennsylvania, a very famous case here in PA. And definitely one that I wanted to discuss here on the uh, Keystone Curiosity series. Because again, it's a staple. It's one of our big kind of go-to oddities uh, that thankfully is not a cryptid this time around. I know I've kind of been on a cryptic kick for a while. But yeah, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. I If you have any similar stories of possessions or just weird oddities in your own home state please feel free to let me know you can reach out to me at realm of unknown on pretty much any social media websites uh, or you can reach out to me at realm of unknown at gmail.com if you just want to send a little email out and don't forget to leave a five-star review if you guys did enjoy because that does help out immensely in sort of getting us into the algorithm especially now that we are revitalizing things here on the show and last and final, <laughs> make sure that you guys uh, check in because I'm recording this on Valentine's Day. Check in with people that you know and love and just tell them that you love them. Okay? I hope you enjoyed. I hope to see you guys next week. But until then, remember to stay spooky. Bye.